This is uh, Crazy Chris. In these uncertain times, it's nice to kick back, relax, and let your mind float away and your radios tune in. Think of something else. Info Sports Now. The time is now. The place is now. And this is Indus Info Sports Now. What is going on? Yes. Hey, I am so happy. Finally, finally, back in the Freedom Studios here. Back in the Freedom Studios. Welcome to the number one misleader of sports and political analysis. This is Info Sports Now. Hey, all right, Garland. Yeah. I see you're ready. Glad to be here, Kip. I see you're ready. It's been a while, right? It's been too long. Way too long. We we had a couple of things happen here, you know, Corona and stuff like that. Uh, other things that we're probably not going to bring up. Um, I'm only going to say this once. I'm only going to say this once. Uh, we stand with everybody else on the front lines there, and I'm not talking about the cops. That's the last time I'll ever address that here. Just throwing it out there, okay? So, uh, oh, well, you know what? First of all, infosportsnow.com. We got a few more things uh, coming up on that site. I know we've kind of left it dormant for a while. Doesn't matter. We got some things coming. First of all, welcome back. Oh, yeah, I'm Kip Cutler. Okay, welcome back. My number one trusty sidekick. I'm co-host. Garland Waterqueef. Ooh, Waterqueef. I mean, it's, it's a family name. Well, that's what happens when you stick the wood in the queef. And you know what? Magically, somehow, I am slightly not pissed off when I see this person across from me. Crazy Chris. They uh, they keep me down here. Well, I mean, you had to... I don't know how you did it, by the way, over the past couple of months with the isolation. I don't either. But then again, what's been new in the past two years, right? Right, exactly. I mean, you know, living uh, in someone's parents' basement. But anyway... This is Crazy Chris, and I'm happy to be back on the air. Thank you very much. And, of course, the legal counsel for the Info Sports Now team, S.H.I. Thompson. More like the illegal counsel. You, for you, real, though. Hey, I thought I was fired. Yeah, because you lost that lawsuit last year. We yes. lost all of our money. Yes, that was the point. No, it wasn't And I thought point. I was free. <laughs> wait, no, no. But here I am. Wait, wait, where's that law so, remember that you're kids. supposed to have? I never said I had a law degree. <laughs> you know what? That's a very valid point there, sir. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. We lost a lot of money. Mm. Okay. Guess what we're going to be talking about today, everybody? You know, ISN Info Sports, we're always uh, trendy, okay? We are up on what's happening, what really, really matters. We're going to talk about police brutality. Oh, God, no. No, okay. no, no. We're Gross. not qualified for that. Gross. Yeah. We're, we're not qualified for that at all. All right. So we're going to talk about horse racing okay more specifically um horse athletes on the show circuit good so horse racing or race horses is not the same thing as show horses 
show horses are the ones that like do the whole track thing and they jump over the uh, hurdles, right? Okay. So you got riders that are on them. They, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So there's a whole bunch of crazy shit, but I have to go over a story first. So that way I can put us into the mindset of what's happening here. There's going to be a lot of murder. Yes. It may or may not involve Murder. horses. And uh, and horsing around. <laughs> That's not funny at all. I don't know why I'm laughing. I hope we talk about horse ebooks in this one too. Horse ebooks. I don't rem- Well, it was a uh it was a Twitter page that was uh obviously clearly like a bot with like some form of like machine learning that would post some of the like weirdest weirdest transcendental quotes like uh yeah, here's one. Unfortunately, as you probably already know, people. I mean, that's true. Every, that's everything true. happens so much. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, sometimes, Garland, I wonder why you're paid, but this isn't one of those times. Yeah. <laughs> so you're paid, huh? Yes. No, Garland is paid. So you guys aren't, but Garland is. Another one. Avoid situations. Huh. It's solid mm. from the horse ebooks Twitter. I should have listened that to that. Some, that's some horse shit. That's some very good advice. I, I agree. Oh, there's going to be a lot of horse shit we're talking about here. That's going to be coming out. horse ebooks? It's the best, isn't it? <laughs> what the hell do you want, Muscadine Betty? Oh. No. Get the fuck out of here. No one asked you. To discourage by way, you by telling. Our producer, Muscadine Betty. Everybody say hey. Hello. Guys, hello. Be, be polite. Hello. Hello. Hey. Thank Hi. you for all the work you do. And a magical fuck you, Muscadine Betty. Fuck you, too. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You're not supposed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Wait, do we give her a mic? I don't know. I don't know where that came from, actually. <laughs> I think <laughs> legally it's required for if she works here, she's supposed to have a mic. So Damn it. Machine she's... learning. Well, you know what? Somebody mute that shit. I don't. Uh, who cares? Muscadine Betty. Who cares? Are Are you getting us drinks right now, Muscadine Betty? Yeah. Don't give me the middle finger. That's why she's on mute right now. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start off uh, back in 1977. So this is where the story is going to start. Yeah, okay. Before Twitter. Yeah. Back when Coke was legal. It's It's still legal for people like me. Mm. Good point. Good point. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, people like me, which is Southern, conservative, Protestant, white males, which I definitely am. Yeah. And there's no reason to question that. Right. Not at all. No. No. Thank you. All right. So, 1977... Actually, I'm sorry. We got to go back to 1911 first. I'm sorry. Oh, we're going all the way back. Yeah, 1911. Hmm. There's some broad... By the name of Helen. And uh, Helen was born in Ohio to commoners. You know, like poor trailer trash, like white northerner kind of people on welfare. Uh I'm sure welfare was around back then, wasn't it? 1911? Nope. Are you sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess not for if she's white. But, so that's where, uh, she, she, 1911, she grew up a little bit, did some fuck shit. And then she got married a few times because that's what happens when uh, it's, you know, the 1920s, 1930s, that kind of thing. Unacceptable. Would you get married a few times? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. She, remember, she's white. It's okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. no, it's fine. 
Now, if you are like, okay, if you are anybody that does not agree with me, Kip Cutler, then yes, it's wrong. That's not how this works. No, that's definitely... That is not how this works. You've been on this show before, right? Once or twice. What has changed in the way Kip Cutler thinks? What has changed in the way I do things? Oh, nothing has changed, which is the problem. Exactly. That is the problem. Exactly. No, complacency is the best thing. SH? Well, well, that's why I wanted you to file for bankruptcy, sir. I can't. I cannot file for bankruptcy. Yeah, you can. No, I don't own anything. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, you know what? That might be a good point. Fuck you. All right, so check this out. Uh, so she got married a few times, and then she's like, fuck Ohio, because, <laughs> am I right? Fuck Ohio? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Right, Garland? Yeah. Right. Yep. Ohio's yep. stupid. Fuck that fucking place. Real quick, what's the worst city in Ohio? I know you have a lot of choices. Well, it's probably the ones they haven't even built yet. <laughs> they, they've they built a lot in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And none of it's good. They're it's getting worse. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't just there, and people were like... They're okay, gonna, well, I mean, it's here, and we don't have to do anything. They're going we'll to lay new claims to American Chile. Uh, oh, oh, he's Cincinnati. To, Fuck yeah, Cincinnati. They're going to like try to grab more of the Great Lakes. I mean, they already have too Possibly much. Possibly Pennsylvania. Dude, what if they start trying to no. fucking have their own style of barbecue? Yeah, see? That's, that's the not real dark shit. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Wait, wait, what's it called? Is it, do you just mix the depression in with like the sugar and barbecue it's sauce? Just, it's just pork cooked in baked beans. Wait, no, we can't do that. I just figured they'd just, like, put their, like, tears in there. Oh. Just get a couple scoops of Great Lakes water. Mm. Also, the worst city in Ohio is Akron. Do you want to know why? Why? Because that's where LeBron James is from. Uh, right, right, Garland? Uh, yeah. yeah. See, uh, I bet they put raisins in the in the barbecue. <laughs> in them? In the in the barbecue, just yeah. like in the oh, pork, like no, in, the, in the shredded pork. Yeah, no, they, they, this they isn't Connecticut. This is not Connecticut or Vermont. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So Helen, let's go back to Helen here. Helen moved to Palm Beach, Florida, because she got divorced a few times or whatever. Started working at a country club as a waitress. Now this is after the Great Depression. I was unaware country clubs even popped up. I thought that was a thing that like started right around 1960s or no late 1950s. That's, what, that's kind of what I think. Especially too, yeah. when you want to keep undesirables out of your area. Uh huh. When you say undesirables, what do you mean? Literally anybody that does not agree with Kip Cutler. Oh, yeah. Like that's what I mean. Once Naturally. again, you've okay. been on this show before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, people keep. Yeah. People keep saying that I am like, you know, ooh, like, Kip Cutler's a fascist. Oh, Kip Cutler is like, you know, Kip Cutler is a, a white uh, supremacist sympathizer. They I do keep, keep saying that. I gotta keep reminding these people. Like, I hate everyone. More importantly, people who do not agree with me. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, do you know how many people that is? It's a lot. Way too many. Yeah. Way too many. I checked Twitter. Like, seriously. What the hell? You know, and like Garland, okay, Garland, he's fine. My brother Cal, he's great. Shout out to Cal Cutler. My brother Cal's great. And that's basically it. Everyone else can go to hell. I I dictate this shit. So back, back to, back to Helen. Back to Helen. So Helen one day met some dude named Frank. Frank is a millionaire. 
Okay. And so Frank said, oh, his name is Frank Brack, by the way, Ooh. or Frank Brock. However, we're going to call him Frank Brack just because I, I, and I'm not talking about like Brack, Space Ghost Brack. Like it's Brack with a C-H. It's Brock. I mean, we're not fancy over here. Don't you do your stupid fucking correct <laughs> pronunciation bullshit. It's not Space Ghost Coast to Coast Brack. Brack. If you're born in the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I was I just zoned out for a while. I was having a an epiphany. Oh, what's that? Is this bitch the uh, Great Depression Carol Baskin? Oh. Basically. Oh. <laughs> Except she didn't, like, kill tigers. She just, mm. like, killed dick. That Fuck we yes. know of. <laughs> but Frank did the one thing you're not supposed right, to do. Ellen. Because what Frank do do? decided that he was going to leave his wife and kids for Helen. Fuck yes. Uh. Yep. Frank saved a hoe, and there's one thing you're not supposed to do. Like Project Pat made it very fucking clear, right? Yeah. Don't don't save her. Yeah, she don't want to be saved. She don't want to be saved, right, Crazy <clears throat> Chris? I've heard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sh. Sure. Yeah. D- don't sure. save her. Yeah. yeah. She don't want to be saved. That's legal Absolutely advice. Not. But I'm I'm surprised you listen to black music, so. Project Pat is yeah. black. His name is Pat. He's clearly a white guy. I, that's also, I was thinking the same fucking thing. So you don't know that he's black? No, I thought he was a project, oh. like a robot or something. Oh, okay. All right. No, he's black. Like, like a black robot? No, a black man. Like like made out of like what? Like coal? As in that kind of black? Flesh. Or? He's a human. He's a black African-American male. No, I don't believe it. Yeah, no. bullshit. I got because I want to keep listening to, to his music. So yeah, he's he's pretty sure he's Irish. If we get into it, <laughs> good googly moogly, that thing is your line. All right, so uh, <laughs> fast forward. <laughs> fast forward to nineteen seventy seven. Um, Helen was going to get a routine medical checkup at this very small clinic. That you have probably never heard of. Okay. Called the Mayo Clinic. Oh. And uh, it's not just any Mayo Clinic, by the way. We're talking about like the main one, like, the big boy one up in Rochester, Minnesota. Like the Hellman's family? Yeah. Like she just gets medical checkups at like the Mayo Clinic. Like raisins in the potato salad. That's how rich Mayo Frank Clinic. is. Yeah. Dude, yo, yeah. Raisins in potato salad. Like. Y'all like that, huh? Yeah. Oh me! I love, yeah. Of course, I'm white. I love raisins and potato salad. Do, not, do you not? Sh? Not at all. Better not put any pepper in that. Wait, are you not trying to say all. you're not white right. like the rest Delicate of us? GI tract. No, I don't know. No one can see Look you. Look at me. They don't have any yeah, proof. they have no proof. By the way, I am black. No, there's no proof of that. And I am held here against my will. That's definitely no proof of that. No, just, no, just read the room, familiar. listeners. Wait a minute. Read the Wait room, minute. listeners. Garland, what's really going on back Garland, here? You can leave anytime you want, can't you? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. So what the hell? It's a. I can't. What the hell is a? What I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Then help me, please. <laughs> Someone. All right. Anybody? Only, help me. Only God can save you now, buddy. They're using this whole lawyer thing to keep me in a very legally binding situation. You know, I'm not sure what I'm doing here either, now that we think about it. We're here to do Info Sports Now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're here. 
I mean, it's very clear on that. All right. 1977. So Frank is slave boy rich. Uh, so Helen flew up to Minnesota, which because um, routine checkup. She's like 60 something or whatever. She was supposed to fly back to Chicago from Minnesota by a commercial flight for some reason, even though they have private planes. And the flight crew reported not seeing her on the plane on the way back. But she did spend four days in Rochester. And she definitely made her appointment because multiple witnesses uh, saw her there. And there is medical records of her being there. Okay. But then again, it's not like you can believe the leftist, liberal, authoritarian, fascist, libtard media. Okay. Just because a few people saw her and like the medical records exist and there were like... Again, multiple reports of her being there doesn't mean that she was actually there, right? Garland? So, do you all think that she, like, transported by fireplace? You know, like that, that Harry Potter shit? Uh, I'm sorry, was that? Like, maybe she teleported. Harry Potter? Yeah. You mean that terrorist? Yeah. Back in ISN episode 7, we covered oh. Harry Potter. Oh, my God. And exactly why... He's a fucking terrorist. Well, yeah. LeBron now, yeah, James, motherfucker. fucking now, witchcraft. Now that you mention it, it is witchcraft. Yeah, that's the point. Exactly. It's, it's definitely witchcraft. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that's why it's bad and wrong. Not at all. You but know, you're talking about the flu network. What yes. if she bought a plane ticket and then got her bodyguard to drive her up to Minnesota? Hmm. Well, it's a great thing you brought that up there, Crazy Chris. There is a bodyguard involved. Um, oh, yeah? chauffeur. Yeah. So a chauffeur... Um, was considered a prime suspect, a guy by the name of James Matlick. Matlick. Yep, mm. Matlick. I mean, you change one vowel, then you have a hit TV show. Mm. That's right. So, conflicting reports on if he did it or not. Matlick vehemently denied it, and uh, because of that, he was never really charged. There was also no evidence. Because remember, Helen disappeared, and there's no body. Ah. Right. Okay. So a few former um, federal agents who were working at back in the seventies said that um, although they believed Matt Lick was responsible, they didn't really have any proof. And when I say not really, I mean like basically none. Okay. So yeah, he um, he said that he did pick her up and he drove her to back to her hotel room. Now, after that, he did not see her because she did not show up to for him to take her to the airport. So, but then Matt Lick died, and so no one really knows what happened to Helen, and also who really cares. But the reason why all of this matters is because Helen was involved in buying and selling horses. She owned a few horses that were on the uh, show horse circuit. Okay. Now, Helen was... Being the 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 easiest word to say for is a scam. So Helen was involved in buying horses. She didn't really know what she was doing because um, after her husband Frank died, she got involved in the horse buying because she had all of this money from candy. And what kind of candy? What kind? Anybody recognize that last name Brack? Heard it around before. I think they used to sponsor Double Dare, maybe. Oh, well, probably. Was it double? So, Brack was the company that made candy corn. 
Oh, oh. It's a candy company. I already oh. do not trust this lady. Yeah. Rax Confections, and they got bought by uh, Ferrera's Pan Candy Company in 2012. That's pretty white. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, these guys are very, very white. Right. So there's candy corn. They also made malt bowls. Mm. Um, also a very, another very white snack. In my mouth. Neapolitan Sundays. You know, there's uh, pink, white, and... Uh, Pink, white, look brown. Like little freeze-dried ice cream. Uh, chocolate. Right. Yeah. Chocolate. I think I've blocked those. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, chocolate. Yeah. Uh, Star Bright Mints. Oh. I Lim- like those. It's just, it's just a peppermint. You know what that is? Name. I do. You know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you, Billy Hawk Ricky? Are you 75 <laughs> years old? <laughs> I like the little peppermints Close. that are real chalky, that are like a little bead. That yeah. Are little right. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you all know what that is. Mm. Oh shit, we're old as fuck. Uh, lemon drops. Ooh, delicious. Delicious. Yeah, everyone knows what lemon drops are. Like mm. they are delicious. And um, so they they made these nougats, but they came in peppermint flavors, wintergreen and cinnamon. There's a few others that I Marble. didn't bother writing down. What is this? The fucking big red factory. But the big thing that they're all known for here. If you were in elementary school in the '80s or '90s. You know about those conversation sweethearts on Valentine's Day that uh, your teachers and stuff would pass around. You know, their hearts with a B mine, yeah. like sweetheart, the, the, the writing on there. I never got yeah, any. This company did but, that. But yeah, thank you for reminding of course, me of that fucking trauma. Suck. No yeah. one cares about you. Mm-hmm. That's why. Uh, oh, Hi, also, Mom. so the company that bought them, Ferrera, they make uh, the lemon heads now, hmm. atomic fireballs, okay. juji fruits. Hey. Boston baked beans. Horrible, horrible choice. Yeah, anybody knows what those are? Hmm. Boston baked beans. Yeah, I do. Fucking, they're like a peanut M M&M, and M, but right. without the chocolate. Yeah. yeah, right. Why would they think that's a good idea? It's not. They already have a good thing going, but they're harder too. They like hurt your teeth. Oh, they suck. They're like viciously hard. Like you could chip a tooth and not and still not be sure if that was your tooth or the Boston. They baked are fucking itself. horrible because only grandmothers have them. Nothing wrong with being hard. I mean, when you're not talking about candy, mm. right? Now, being hard is great. I'm hard a lot. You know, at home, by myself, in my room, my computer. With help, yes. Normally not. Yeah. Uh, they also made navelators, which are equally as hard. <laughs> <laughs> and Butterfingers, crunch, not crunches, uh, Baby Ruth's. Laffy Taffy, mm. Sprees, Gobstoppers, and the worst candy of all time, Raisinets. Oh! Right? Okay. I wouldn't say they're the worst. They're not the worst. No. Come on. Like, I don't, like, if somebody had some Raisinets, and I, like, I'd be like, yeah, let me get a handful, yeah, probably. Yeah, so that's not the worst. Well, you'd, I'd do that with any candy. I'd even do that with Boston baked beans. You wouldn't do it with candy corn. Oh, You I, would not okay, do that no, with candy okay, corn. Okay, yes, yeah. thank you. I'd, that's the that's the candy that's the worst. This list. Yeah, that's I would the worst. fight somebody I'd if they eat candy corn in my eat presence. One candy corn before I eat one raisinette. Fuck what, raisinettes. That's what about racist. Thirty because they're not in potato salad, so I don't want them. Mm. Ah. So, thank I just don't like them because it's almost like the moment you chew, it's like it's like really shitty white bread where it, it just is. it just gets stuck to the roof of your mouth and you go for a while and then it's like and that's just and but that's every single individual raisinette, so it's like. Mm. No, it definitely is. I mean, you don't think about the consequences as you eat them. But... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. 
Okay, so let's get into um, just exactly how the, the scamming part here starts, okay? That's it? Now, it's not just Helen who is involved in all of this. Uh, a lot of people did this. So they uh, people would kill their horses for horse insurance money, uh, the owners of the horses. All right. So there's a lot of things working into this scamming. You have people that are selling horses at a price above whatever they're worth. And you take horses who couldn't really do much and try to upsell them. Because, you know, you have things like auctions. Then you'd have uh, things where it's almost like you're trying to buy a house. You have different people looking at your horse. Okay. Then you have co-conspirators place higher bids on the horse. Ah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then people would come by and be like, oh, this person's bidding on this. But because these things have to be recorded, the co-conspirators here actually have to put up their own money on it. And then when you scam them, you pay them back. So, so Kip, are we uh, actually talking about horses? Yes. Okay. No, no, we're I just want to be. Yeah. I want to be clear for so the like, listeners. Oh All right. yeah. All right. Go, okay. Go for it. Look this yes. up online. It's just about to get crazy. All right. Continue. <laughs> so generally, uh, when it comes to show horses, now you can insure any horse you have, um, and normally you pay a premium that's about two to four percent annually, whatever the horse is worth. With show horses, it's 5 to 10%. And insurance, at least the mortality insurance, covers death by accidents, injuries, illnesses, and sometimes even theft. So most insurable horses are no younger than 3 to 6 months and uh, no older than 15 to 18 years old. And of course, you know, cause, because this is America... Certain pre-existing conditions can disqualify your horse from collecting on a policy. Oh, yeah? Now, here's why this part, that part really fucking matters here. Because each policy period is a year long. And every single year, like new year, is considered a new policy. The same thing applies with humans and our insurance, with uh, human insurance in the United States. So, even though you're an existing customer, each policy is not existing. Each one is new, which is how sometimes you can get hit with pre-existing conditions. Now, normally when it comes to like humans and like whatever your uh, medical insurance is, they're a lot more lenient. Well, when I say lenient, I mean they're a lot more how it should be, you know, because I mean if you got a broken leg last year yeah. and you have some complications next year, they're not going to consider that a, a pre-existing condition. Yeah, it's harder to collect money on the human policies. Uh, oh, here. well, yeah. I mean, well, they're going to get money. But the thing about horses is, see, humans make money that you can take. Okay. Horses, I mean, they're only as good as the money they make for you. Hmm. So when it comes to horse insurance, because the policy renews every year, if your horse breaks a leg, let's say, two years ago, and then your horse dies from an infection in that same leg, they will consider that a pre-existing condition, and they will not pay you the full amount on the policy. Hmm. Yeah. And that is how it works for horses. All right. So when you're scamming them, you really got to make sure you pay attention to your horse's medical history. So you got to get creative, right? And we'll get into how creative people got later on. I just had to make sure I explained that to you guys because it's a key part of uh, the horse insurance here is a key part of it. Hmm. Now, the scamming part, so each 
individual like party, right? Their party scams, they work independently. Although everyone's working together, they're really out for their own interests. So you have the owners, some of them who are scamming, well, some, most of them who are trying to get the insurance money back so they can not take a loss on how much money is spent on the horse. You have the people selling the horses, normally mob and gang related, that are making money off of this because they target widows. They target rich white widows. And then you have the people killing the horses that also make a part of the money. And we're not even including um, the co-conspirators who bid on them or the vets that they pay off. So each, so each um, like role I brought up in this, they're all working independently. Now, some mm. people do work together, but it's not like every single member of this is working together because they're not. Did that, that explain that adequately? This is a legal nightmare. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, but remember, this is the 70s and 80s. If mm. you're white and got money, you could get away with, oh, so much. Just think about That's the planning fair. of this, too. Like, you had to, like, if you did call something, like, you had to wait till they were home or call them from a phone booth. Uh-huh. Or, like, you had to, like, go, like, plan, be like, meet at this phone booth at 4 o'clock mm-hmm. and to answer, like... It was hard to plan those. Send oh, yeah. message via the Pony Express. Exactly. But remember, <laughs> you can just text somebody and be like, "It's on." Oh, you said the Pony Express. <laughs> Did it jump? Yep. All right. Okay. Last bit of the insurance talk. And I promise we won. The policyholder on the horse, right? Whatever you got paid was normally close to the market value of the horse. Which, when the horse died you still had to prove the horse's market value. Okay. And so it was riskier by nature, but you could collect in two different ways, the fair market value or the agreed value on the policy. Fair market value is a riskier option just by nature. Agreed value is what most people did. So in the 80s, again, we're talking about rich people living out their horse fantasies. So it was a lot easier to really scam the insurance companies, right? So... Um, as I told you guys before, you had people that would bid up on the horses and then the owners would spend more on them and then they would kill off the horses to recoup losses from all the money they're losing. It takes a lot of money to, yeah. to keep horses and shit like that. All right. So, um, it's something that I also didn't know is, did you know like a leg fracture is like enough medically to euthanize a horse? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. they'll euthanize it. I know, so the American Association of Equine Practitioners, or the AAEP, they have certain guidelines. But dude, you can euthanize a horse like almost for anything. Like it can talk shit to you. You'd be like, you know what? You know what? Bad attitude. Euthanized. Yeah, like you could kill a talking horse? Yeah. Yes. Horses talk, dude. Why would you want to kill a talking horse? Because that, that's they're a lot assholes. Of money. Nobody watches Mr. Ed anymore, yeah. really. You know what? They're liberals. <laughs> Bojack Horseman, liberal. Now, I've never seen the show, but you get what I'm talking about here. You don't like the horse's politics. No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> Horses are assholes. So since you, you know, don't agree with the horse's politics, you'll kill them. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I man. need more glue and more of those, what are those things called? Violins? A bow? Okay. That's what you play yeah, a violin with. Horse, okay. horse hair. Yeah. That's string, what, yeah. yeah. Bow. Okay, yeah. We need more of those. Okay? Mm. Fuck horses. But also, I, I like horses because I'm rich and white. Well, Naturally. my family is rich, and I am white. We also row crew as well. 
Oh, dude, crew is fucking hard as fuck, though. You want to talk about core strength. Okay, so last thing about the insurance, the show horses, annual premiums, uh, this is per year, can run you anywhere from three to $10,000 a year, sometimes over that. Wow. Now, for the race horses, it's a lot higher just because they're more profitable. All right, we all got the understanding of the insurance and how that shit works now, right? Got it. Let's talk about some good old-fashioned white-collar crime. All right. Plenty of racketeering. And I know you guys know a few things about racketeering. We attempted it on a few people. Didn't really work. Mm, Don't worry. I can say that on air because, you know. Because you're uh, talking about tennis. Freedom of speech. I wouldn't recommend it. Is that how that works? I wouldn't recommend talking about that on air. Well, for all the people overseas that listen to this show, and we do have some overseas listeners. They're in India, and I love them. They're they're great people. Why don't forget, our, don't forget our troops. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, always the troops. But racketeering is an organized criminal act in which the criminal act is some form of substantial business and a way to earn money illegally. So a racket is generally a repeated organized criminal operation. And these include lots of uh, old white man activities such as extortion or criminal coercion. And oftentimes gang leaders because you got to get them in jail somehow. Mm, absolutely. Huh. Which I mean it's not that bad of an idea. Am I right? Am I right, guys? No, no. Crazy Chris, racketeering? I mean, look, with someone with a last name like me, I don't mind it. What is your last name, Chris? I mean, honestly, I'd have to see some pictures of the offenders before I make a decision. Whoa, now. That's a very valid point there, Garland. I would also like to look at them first. The alleged offenders, I might add. Oh, thank you, Garland. You're right. You're right. Alleged offenders. Good job, guys. So, here's the blueprint of how you start to scam rich white widows, okay? All right. And now, this is just the this is the official guidelines, by the way. It's a five-step process. Yeah. These, I didn't make this up. Well, let me, let me get a pad it's, so I can take some notes. Yeah, rich should. white widow sounds like the name of a band that opens for Tame Impala. Hmm. I don't know what a Tame Impala is. Like, is it like a gazelle? It's, I thought that's what an Impala was, right? better behaved. All right, step one, find wealthy bitch. Sorry, that's not it. Step one, find wealthy family, convince them to buy horses. Okay. Step two, buy overpriced, underperforming horses on purpose, sell them to said family. Yeah, naturally, yeah. Step number three, insure the horses. Of course, you gotta. Step four. Murder the horses. All right, oh, no, no, you, come oh, on. Great. So here's uh, I've got I've got questions. Well, well, okay, just one more step. All right. Step five. Fuck bitches. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, now, what question do you have? Well, I have more questions, if anything. But how do you murder the horses? Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. We're, we're trust me. We are going to get to that. All right. So uh, after schmoozing lonely heiresses and the scammers would do the thing with the horses. Um, so this was happening for a long time, right? FBI is sitting over there like, there's a lot of money being paid out a lot. Also, the FBI was not paying attention to any of this at all because they didn't give a shit. Right. But there is one reason why they started to care. And before we get there, 
Do you guys want to know how the rich widows were approached to buy these horses? Tell us. So they would have certain scammers of a young male attractive variety, normally minority, mm. that would go up to them and pose as gigolos. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So like old white ladies love gigolos. They like, do. Like fucking love them. Great Depression tender. Oh no, yeah. Now in this particular case, it's like civil rights tender. Okay. Because this is like 60s, 70s, 80s. Oh. Right. It's like tender, yeah. except you don't have to send them 45 dick pics that they mm. didn't ask for. Huh. Yeah. And when I say minorities, we're not talking black people. That's not okay. All right. We're talking about like Portuguese normally, um, like Italian. I have Portuguese, the good Mexicans. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But like Sicilian Italian, not that northern Italian. They they, they hate each other. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, that, uh, yeah. SHI, and I know you're looking at me, and I know you're impressed because I have not broken any rules yet. Right? Not yet. You're doing good. Yeah, I'm right? impressed. No, no. They, they give me a few minutes here, okay? Give me a few minutes. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, them gigolos be like, hey, yo, ma, speaking of horse dick, huh? Like okay. the one I got right here. Okay. Do you like horse racing? Okay. That's all a right. great Italian that is accent, awful. isn't it? No. No, it's not? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. Hey, 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 Sharon, hold my gabagoo. Hold my gabagoo and look at this horse cow. Reel it in. Reel it in. Look at this horse cow. No, no, we're not doing that. I make great food. We're not doing that. Joey. Tony. Tony. Kip. Tony. Kip. No, no. You tell her. You you come over here. This is going to get us pulled from the air. Just stop. That... (laughs) Just stop. I I have the worst Italian accent ever. I am not good at that shit. Yeah, at just, all. let's just not do accents at all. All right, we don't want to offend anybody. All right. Hold on, man. Hold on. No, I am just imitating. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Tommy Salami, Tony Soprano. Same same person. Dude, this almost sounds like a. There's this guy I follow on Facebook, Joey Calabrese. Mm. I love Calabrese. Hey. Isn't that like a dish? Yeah, like Calabrese. Some, uh, some made men. Yeah, you know the guy I'm talking about. Oh yeah, no, I love trolling his page. Who's uh, who's a made man? What's made oh, man? Uh, well, Joey you know, Calabrese, Mr. Calabrese. He's, he's a made man. He's a made man. Uh, hey, Calabrese and you can sounds too, like delicious. You know, my fresh mozzarella. But you've got to go like Joey Calabrese on Facebook. Nah, I'm good. No, I mean, because well, first of That's all, that's the bar. Here's you go, made man tip. Stick a turkey leg in a sneaker. Let your dog patrol the yard. Gabagool. That's it. Hey, Gabagoo is also very... Do you guys know what Gabagoo is? Mm. No. Sure. Is it, it's like... It's just some like weird way people started saying like bologna or something. Dog, yeah, it's the, deli meat. It's, it's, a, it's, yeah, a, huh. it's a prepared yeah. deli like meat. Like it has like no... Yeah. The dog's got the sneaker. The dog's patrolling around. You have the lunch meat. Yeah. yeah basically, that's what it is. And basically. lunch meat is a slang term for cash. Oh. I made that part up, but yeah, God yeah, yeah. actually that would be a very so. solid yeah. one. Like there's, there's some questionable uh, ways. Somebody's paying somebody. Well, yeah, Gabagoo is a lunch meat. Um, I mean, I don't eat it because I like good food. So, okay, now here we go. Let's get into the horse murdering. Guys, ready? We're gonna start off with a group of people. The first guy, his name is James Druck. We're going to travel back to 1981, Ocala, Florida. He has a daughter named Lisa Druck. She's 17, and she's athletic and proudly white because we're talking about horses. So she rode this horse called Henry the Hawk. Horse girls. But you know at 17, yeah, horse girls, right? I mean, we more of a horse face. 
But so James had to control all of her money, but he's an attorney and he's got like a pretty like high profile practice. So, you know, hey, we got to make an extra few bucks, right? You know what I'm saying? This horse, we got to get rid of the horse. Let's kill this motherfucker and let's make that money. But because insurance companies will not pay you for murder, all right, you have to find a way to fool all the horse coroners, which are basically veterinary pathologists. But I'm going to call them horse coroners. So, I'm going to ask all of you. How would you hypothetically kill a horse? I literally already have this a trick? ready to go right now. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, how would you hypothetically kill a horse in order to trick the uh, horse coroners? Garland. Oh, uh, gas leak explosion in the stable. Done. Out of here. See ya, wham, bam. Thank that's, you, ma'am. That is shockingly accurate, as we'll talk about later. What, really? Yeah, that's going to come up like, later. Like, is it so, like... No, that's legit going to come up later. Because you'd, like, you'd be like, why the fuck was there gas lines in the stable and, like... Our horses have heat. What are you talking about? We don't take care of our horses. Yeah, yeah, horses yeah. have heat. Oh yeah, fuck you. Oh, we're gonna get into, yeah. Fuck you, horse corner. Th- there is sense. gas involved. My that makes true. sense. Grief. Yeah. Shi, uh, how would you do it? I wouldn't kill horses, and so I'm not gonna that even go into that mode. No, isn't the question. I can't even think the about killing a horse. The only thing I need you to do is guess how you do it to trick vets. Okay. I don't know. How would I trick Look at all of these pages I have horse. here. Right, let's Play ball. Let, let's say all your right. niece Look was going to okay. be killed unless you face Unless I fake a horse's death. How would I kill a horse? I don't know. I would suffocate it, but that's not very nice. Just I mean, put a bag over his head. It's not nice, but it's nice. a good start. You it's know? a good start. Yeah. yeah. Need a large bag. Yeah, a kinda, very large bag. And then I'll look into his eyes because I named it and we're friends and I'll watch it die since I'm doing this for money That's and I love you. even worse. Then, you can just do that? Yeah. You're a monster. She put a human head she, in She, you are a monster. <laughs> okay, Crazy Chris, how would you uh, kill a horse? Hypothetically. Not not real. Hypothetically. Uh, yeah, you just get a syringe, you inject an air bubble into the horse's veins, it has an aneurysm. This guy's a fucking That's a very good idea. This also, guy's... you are dangerous. And wow. I do you, not you want went you around very... anybody I know. <laughs> you wow. went there. Please stay wow. away from my family. By the way, all of you are fucking evil. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. Uh, Garland, your idea is, again, the most accurate. But you're not evil because I like you. Anybody that agrees with me is a friend to me. No, thank you. But the answer, and all of you guys actually were pretty close. I mean, those are all great ways to do it, by the way. Funny thing, you can do it with humans too. You'll just get caught. Well, Wait. if you're careless, or you could just spray paint BLM on the stable and burn it down. Okay. Remember, eighties BLM isn't okay. around yet. It's not around okay. yet. All but, right. But time traveling conspiracy theorists would love it. And also, please do not bring up BLM because I do not want us getting kicked off the air. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Also, he made the statement. That's not going to kick us off we're, the air. QAnon, where you at? Mm. No, do not. I do not want any QAnon <laughs> listeners <laughs> at all. <laughs> Fuck them. They're here. They don't agree with Kip Cutler. <laughs> they don't agree with Kip Cutler. Not yet, they don't. But anyway, <laughs> so the answer is, you guys say great answers, but here's how they did it mostly. Electrocution. Oh, nice. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So check this out. That's Everything amazing. you guys said can be traced, and these uh, insurance companies will send somebody to your location, especially if you're euthanizing, in order to figure out how your horse died. Okay. Yeah. Because remember, 
we're not talking about humans. Horses, almost the way that some humans have been treated in America, are property. So because of that, they will tend to extend their hands and wings up into all of your business because they can. So do you have to pay somebody to come in and fry your horse? Yes. Yes, you do. And uh, we'll get... We'll, like get to, event or something? we'll get into the payment here in a second. All right. So, uh, how do you electrocute your horse and get away with it is the real question here. And uh, There's something called colic. You guys ever heard of colic? No. That, it's abdominal pain. Babies get it all the time. Okay. Horses yeah. get it way more. Huh. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about... Um, we're, we're talking about, so anything that's a gastrointestinal issue, mm-hmm. uh, especially in horses, is just like a tribute. Like, colic covers all gastrointestinal issues, but it's not like every single one. Yeah. So, for instance, it's, it's very broad, very general. It's not specific. And uh, fortunately, James Druck here, and fortunately for him... Colic is the number one cause of premature death in domesticated horses. Hmm. So, we're going to talk about just how he did this. 1990, James Druck died. But, there is some dude named Tommy Burns, who is an FBI informant and a horse murderer, who learned all of these ways to kill them from James Druck. So, uh, Tommy, uh, so Henry the Hawk's insurance, Henry the Hawk's a horse. So that insurance policy paid $150,000, which is like moderately typical for a very good horse. And by the way, does anybody here know who Riel Hunter is? No, not at all. Uh, okay. No? This rings some kind of a bell. No, but- hold on, Muscadine Bay, stay safe for this. You're going to hear this. Does anybody know who Riel Hunter is? How about Senator John Edwards, right? Anybody, mm-hmm. you guys yeah, know that is? Him. So check this out. Check this out. So John Edwards is the commie liberal who is a socialist party member with Lucifer. I'm sorry, Barack Obama. Oh, man. Uh, I no, wish on. John Edwards was out. that cool. Check this out. Well, first of all, Lucifer is a great TV show. You should watch that. But check this out. So in 2008, he admitted to an affair, but Hunter was pregnant. And then, so John Edwards denied being a father of a real Hunter's baby. Uh, in 2008, but he admitted to it in 2010. Oh, nice. Yeah, John Nero's wife had stage four brain cancer. But what's funny is, so James Druck, remember Lisa? Yeah, Lisa is Riel Hunter. Oh. Yeah, Lisa is Riel Hunter. So her father is the guy who innovated killing all of these horses, and then she turned out to be John Edwards' mistress in the future. She changed her name to Riel after she married her first husband in Mexico. Killing the horse race in a different way. Yeah, and then and then right, right, and then she named her daughter this this unnamed John Edwards demon baby, right? Okay. She named her Riel Jaya James Druck because hmm. that was her name at the time. That's her daughter is a fucking name. junior. Hmm. Her daughter is a junior. That's a power move. Absolute fucking. That's power. Dude, right? That hashtag boss that's like, girl. That's like pants suits on Tuesday. Yeah. John yes. Edwards kills horses. This is where I'm getting at. You I mean, mean don't. Yeah, you dots. can't say that. You can't say that. Oh, you can't. You, say you it. can't. You can't. 
Uh, by the way, guys, everything literally up to the John Nevers killing horses is true. Look it up if you don't believe oh, me. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. This, yeah. But you just can't say he kills horses. Oh, he does. Okay. Allegedly. Just, thank you. Thank you. Guess thank what else you. he kills? Wives. Oh, okay. Oh. That's, that's dark. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I'll just edit that one out. <laughs> he makes really good waffles. Another fun fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, waffles. And by waffles, you mean a horse murder, Muscadine Betty. Horse murder. John Edwards. I don't know that he's ever actually murdered a horse, but he does make good waffles. What What does that have to do? Is that a thing? He's my neighbor. Wait. Oh. Wait. <laughs> by waffles, do you mean babies? He's, he's made a few of those. He has made some Not babies. Not with his dead wife, by the way. Would have been cooler. His well. eldest daughter is friends with my sister. Oh shit! You're for real. This is real. I'm yeah. not kidding. I'm literally. Little, I said he's my neighbor. I see him at the grocery store. He makes good waffles. John Edward skeleton facts. babies. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know what else? You know what else is facts? He knocks up. His uh, eldest child is trans. That's no, another fact. That that's great. Great for him. Yeah. Great, great for the trans. Everything kid. you're saying is making me really miss Sarah Palin yeah. right now. And if he could kill that child for insurance money, I am he just might. saying. Right, I am just saying. He John Edwards is really good at knocking up married women that is not his wife. She oh. wasn't married at the she time. Did. She was like getting divorced. Why? Well, they got divorced after the fact because they started that. They started hooking up. They started hooking up in 2005, and they got divorced a little bit after that. Technically, she was married when they started this relationship. Also, you're missing the point here. (laughs) What is love? The point here is waffles, first of all. And second of all... You know what, Muscadine, Betty? We don't give a shit where you're from, okay? We don't give a shit where you're from. Okay, so John Edwards is your neighbor, okay? Uh, Are you saying that you now also kill horses? It's a little bit of a logical leap. Can I get a legal opinion on that? No, 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 no. Don't, please. Uh, Mr. Thompson is shaking his head. Thank you, crazy Chris. You know what, guys? Thank you. I'm going to stop this now. Let's go back to Tommy Burns. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Tommy Burns, who was the informant for all the horses side. He had two nicknames, by the way. One was the Sandman. Oh yeah. And the other was Timmy Robbie Ray. Hmm. That sounds like a guest on our show, honestly. He really does, though. Yeah. He was ahead of his time. I don't know why I fucking I went thought, by uh, that. I thought it might be the uh, Equicutioner. Oh, oh! Fuck, that's fucking Get good. Get out of here. Dude, that's oh fucking good. Oh, my God. I could. Oh, I'm, I'm going to high-five you for that. I'm, I'm sorry. I That's good. Damn. I'm going home now, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> wow, that's good. I hate agreeing with you, but, man, I... It's awful. That's great. <laughs> it makes me sick. But that's so good. Oh shit! Twenty twelve hey, Nissan. Hey, she, how good was that shit right there? Two hundred dollars. Great, right? Fantastic. Hey, plus shit. Yeah. So Timmy Tommy would travel uh, through the horse circuit, electrocuting people. And how much does it uh, take to electrocute your horse? About five to forty thousand dollars. So. Because remember, we're talking about these policies paying anywhere from $50,000 to $200,000. That's money. And I know what you've been waiting on. You want to talk about how they got electrocuted. Okay. I've held this off this long on purpose. Through their mouth. Sort of. S- sort of. All right. So, would you... Now, this is according to Tim Tom to Sandman Burns. 
he would split some wires down the middle. Now, James Druck taught him this. Split the wires down the middle. And then you, um, you, you wrap them around to uh, alligator clips. You know, kind of like uh, the car jumper cables, yeah, the alligator yeah, clips. Yeah. yeah. And so then you plug in the wires into a wall socket. And then you would, like, get a horse in a very small, confined space so it can't really move around a lot. Wait, is this dude jerking it, off these horses because it's sounding up? Never mind. I'll... Is that is that the same word for electrocuting? Never mind. Well, so you put one of the alligator it. clamps on one of the horse's ears, and you stick the other alligator clamp in its anus. Oh. Do you, do you have to do Are that? Are you sure yes. he's not jerking off these horses? Because you want to make sure that it's undetectable by the horse coroners. Uh, now, it does take a few minutes. Oh. Yeah, yes. James oh. Druck James Druck told Tommy Burns that it's painless, but it's not. So, that's how they would do it. And because you... So, as a horse coroner, you can't see in the tissues, like, how much it was electrocuted mm-hmm. right because it's kind of inconclusive here so they would just attribute it to the colic because colic is the number one cause of premature mm-hmm. horse deaths in domesticated horses huh. and that's how they got away with this for like 20 years huh. that's heartbreaking yeah oh it sucks i'm gonna cry it definitely sucks but i mean that's just how it happened right and it's by the way, FBI has. If you guys don't look any of this up, trust me, it's it's a it's an interesting read there. So Tommy Burns, the main guy who now other people did this. Tommy Burns was just the most prolific. He did a lot of it because he was very. Uh, I, I don't want to use the word efficient. He just did it a lot and was very reliable. And he would travel on the circuit and show up and do things. Okay, how much did they pay him? I wonder. five to forty thousand dollars. I'd do it. Yeah, pinning on the horse, and we're and we're and we're not just. I'm not just talking about doing like a couple of them. He probably did like anywhere between like fifty and hundred. Oh, yeah. And how much were they getting in insurance? It depends on the horse, but anywhere from fifty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, Because yeah, okay. remember, you with all these horses, all the maintenance, how much you buy a horse for. I am not defending this. I'm just explaining the rationale for what they're doing. They're trying to recoup all the money lost. So even though you're claiming, let's say, a $100,000 policy, you spent way much more on that horse. Okay. So you're still losing money. You're just trying to get as much back as possible. Got it. And that doesn't mean you're getting the full amount because oftentimes you didn't. Mm. You know, you're still just trying to get something. So even though your policy may have been $150,000... Like, very rarely do you get the full thing. Yeah. You know? Especially the horses. Because remember, it's not people. Yeah. They're, they're, and I know, okay, everybody listening, I know I keep saying horses aren't people. You're going to get mad. I am only referring to this as the people in charge that make the rules see it. Yeah. They don't think horses are people. They're going to do things that you wouldn't do to people. Mm-hmm. Because they, they're property. Right. And, and that's how insurance companies and that's how these rich owners look at them. Mm. They are property. Right. You know? Mm. Now, I'm sorry to put it like that. We all know it's that way, though. Yeah, I mean, these people probably eat horseradish. I love horseradish. <laughs> I am Delicious. a fan. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, especially a Tiffany horse haddish. Uh, so, 
Okay. 1989. <laughs> okay. What happened to you? Did you All like right. how I did that? Come okay. on. Get, All right. Please give me that. Just keep going. All right. 1989. There's a woman Edited named Donna Burns. She's a wife of the. She's an ex-wife of an Olympic horse rider named Buddy Brown. He had a horse called Streetwise. They need to collect some motherfucking money. Burns said, "Yeah, I'll kill your motherfucking horse." I, I mean, that's how I imagine how it went. And then she was like, "Oh, but he's had colic before, so he can't like do your thing because like the insurance policy is not going to pay on the colic." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So guess what Tommy Burns said. Oh, well, shit. Like, I actually, I, I can't really... I'll find you somebody else to kill it then because <laughs> I'm a simple guy. I only electrocute. <laughs> like, can you imagine this motherfucker out here right now? Like, oh, yeah, that's oh, fair. I kill that's horses fair. and I only yeah. kill them one way. He's like, I'm top... Right, but that's exactly what he told her. He, he was standards. like, I'm only yeah. doing this method. It's, I'm it's Timmy trademark. Tommy. I'm the equicutioner. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the wet bandits is like, oh yeah, we flood the houses when we do it. It's <laughs> our calling card. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Timothy, Timothy, Tommy Burns. Yeah, okay. Put his dick in a fax <laughs> machine. It was fucking crazy. He's like, hey, you know who's over there? Like, I'm doing this again. Hey, hey, what do you mean I can't sodomize a horse with my jumper cables? All right. Is that how that's hey, how here we go with the act? Okay. All right. You, you mean I can't bring that's, over the uh, gobbledygook? I'm Kip. a goddamn artist. Kip. Tony. Stop. Tony and Chucky and, is, and Joey. Somehow, some of the most racist shit I've heard. It's from pretty you. bad. No, it's don't worry. Bad. I am just Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Oh my god. This is uh, I, I, Joey Wheeler. I'm Joey okay. Wheeler. Hey, you got you got to believe in the heart of the cards. Okay. You All right. Stop. Come on, I got like three en- more enough, of these. Enough. Come on, I got like three more of these, man. It's enough. Like the fact that we're back on the air right now is a miracle. It's, it's a mercy commentary. Okay, yeah. you're, you're right. I'll move yeah. on. I'll move, move on. on. Where's the gabagoo? Oh my mm-hmm. god. Where's? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. And you got Tony. You got All right, okay. Meadow. Kip. Hey, hey, Meadow. Kip. Get over here in Delhi. Why am I even here? Garland, you got anything you want to add on that? I got nothing. Uh, this okay. is a this is a fan of some subs. Hey, hey Garland. So if you weren't going to <laughs> some deli, Garland, you love subs though. Uh, so I put them back. Yeah, the, the, man, yeah right? the man will eat some deli. I and I've seen I've seen his fucking whip too. He loves some subs, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're- we're a little off course, aren't we? No, I'm just saying, uh, you get them subs in your whip to make that ass roll like a 24. The subs, they do call me sir, yes. Yeah. A lot of horsepower. Dude, that was a triple pun we just worked in right there. Yeah. We put in some BDSM, <laughs> some Dominatrixes, some Twista. Some Lenny's? Info Sports Now. Lenny's? <laughs> Info Sports Now is the greatest fucking sports show ever. <laughs> now, Garland. Carly, if you, you okay, you can't electrocute them now, okay? Yeah. And can't use a gas leak. Okay. How would you murder a horse? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How would you murder a horse to collect on insurance money? Are you familiar with an old internet video called Mr. Hands? Oh, man, we are outdating ourselves it's, here. It's like that, but the opposite. Okay. That's how I would kill the horse. Mm, Mr. No Hands. Yes, well, you just have to find a guy. A human guy with a penis large enough. Okay. Then, yeah. Takes care of itself. Bada bing, bada boom. Gabagool. Indeed. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm calling the police. Please. Please. I think I that'll know. help both of us out. Wait, what, what does that have to do with anything, though? The whole uh, Delhi horse murderers? Well, hold on now. We're not murdering Delhi. Just okay. horses. All right. I think unless you're eating the horses, and that's mm. way worse. Oh, by the way, the answer's crowbar. Okay. Yeah. What? what? Wait, wait. Whoa, 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 <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, yeah. So Tommy Burns found some dude named Harlow Ar- Harlow Arley. And, uh, him and You're making that up. His name is fucking Harlow Arley. Oh, my. Remember, this is the 70s, dog. Well, I'm sorry, I thought is... we were in the 2000s at this point. No, yeah. this is 1989. Oh, we're back in 89. Harlow Arley was born in, like, the 50s. Or oh, that's Reagan's oh, right. America. Yeah. yeah. So, Harlow Arley and Donna Burns, because they're... Donna Burns. Donna Brown. Because Tommy Burns hired Harlow Arley. And so, Arley and Donna Brown are like, ah, let's just fucking beat the fuck out of its leg with the crowbar. Like, that's just... You know what's really weird? So you get the electrocution thing, right? Highly sophisticated. Second option? Ah, let's mug it. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, like, like you, like, like the, like the horse coroners aren't gonna find out. Not very professional, in my opinion. Now, unfortunately for them, the FBI was already on the case here, so they out, they knew about all this shit. Cause they've been they've been researching this guy or investigating him for a couple years now, you know, just collecting evidence. You know what's really weird about that? When it's white people, they will spend years looking into them, like like Jared, the subway guy. Isn't that they interesting? Spent years looking into him. Right. You know, if everybody else, you know, it's just like, oh man, like, oh fuck it, let's take him out now. You know? Yeah. Funny how that happens, huh? It's almost like our government is run by child molesters. Oh, I mean, it is. All right, allegedly. No, no, we can say that it is. We are, we are a satire and parody show. What's funny is we are protected because we are. Ah, right. Uh, so we can legally. I know the law. No, like legally, I can say things. For instance, Barack Obama is a beaver killer. I, I, Ray, we, we, when you say beaver, one, yeah, yeah, we're a number one misleader well, in sports I mean, and political yeah, just, satire. Just because they killed beavers with drones doesn't mean he's a beaver killer. <laughs> no, that's true. But also, we are a parody show. Huh. We're a satire. We are protected. Yeah. Sure. Also, another thing which is definitely true Donald Trump does not care about you. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, well yeah. We also, he that, yeah. raped a 13 year old. Go ahead and look up that court or that lawsuit, by the way, that that anonymous put out there. Just saying, I support God Emperor Trump, but also God Emperor Trump disagrees with me about three percent of what I like personally believe in. Right, and like how many beavers should be killed by drones? Yeah, dude, you have to a hundred percent believe in Kip Cutler and what I believe yeah. for right. me to like take you seriously and support you. Right. If it's not 100%, I'm not down with it well, at all. I, I feel that on every broadcast of this show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. So, check this out. So, Tommy Burns was working with the FBI. So, overall, 36 people were arrested for animal cruelty and insurance fraud. And uh, 35 of them got convicted. 
How much time do you think Tommy Burns himself got? Three months. 18 Where months. The, okay, uh, Garland said 18 months? Yeah. I'm going to go... That's the, uh, SHI, you said three months? Three months. What'd you I'm think? Gonna, I'm going to go with a solid eight months. Eight months. You guys are actually also very close. 12 months. Oh, oh impressive. Right. Now, there's one person I purposefully left out of all of that. Oh, dear. So this one guy ties together everything. Mm-hmm. His name is Richard Bailey. Oh. Richard Bailey, uh, he was a horse stable owner. And, uh, yep, ties the mob. And he used to kick it with uh, this guy named Frank Jane Jr. of the notorious Jane family. They owned a lot of horses, or are well-known in, like, the, like the horse space. Definitely mob-related, right? Um, uh, Richard Bailey once mentioned, just casually, in an interview, about how people would do things to collect money on insurance. And we're going to get to all of that here in a minute. Now, Richard Bailey also said he never did these things. But Richard was known for his charisma, would routinely swoon the elderly, so remember Helen Brack from earlier? Okay. Yeah. So he was involved with her too because he sold her like some horses. All right. And yes. Bailey was uh, well known in the show horse universe because he did this to multiple people and got sued multiple times. In fact, to where his nickname was the Galloping Gigolo. The Galloping Gigolo. Yeah. How old do you think this guy is right now, by the way? 25. So, oh, in the 70s, when he was fucking around with Helen, he was in his 60s. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. So, Helen told her friend that she was going to sue Richard a few months before she disappeared. Now, Richard Bailey said this wasn't true. Not because he didn't say it. But he said she wasn't going to sue him because they were in love. Oh. So, remember, they never found Helen's body. And they tried to blame his chauffeur, but couldn't. And so they're just like, hey, you know what, fuck this guy. Let's arrest Richard Bailey. You know, in the 90s. Like, like almost 20 years after the whole disappearance and everything, right? But Richard Bailey was never charged with murder. So, he did plead guilty to racketeering. Because of his FBI uh, investigation and how his horses were dying for insurance fraud, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how he got to Richard Bailey. And they started investigating Richard Bailey... Because Richard Bailey was hiring everyone. Ah. Yeah, what's that? Hmm. Yeah, so Richard Bailey was the guy that was uh, scamming most of the rich owners. He was hiring people. He was the guy hiring Tommy Burns, hiring other people to kill the horses, uh, hiring co-conspirators to like uh, to bid up on the horses. Again, he was involved in lawsuits constantly. And he was well-known and often flashed off how much money he had, stuff he owned, things like that. So, I mean, it was very easy to pick him out. Right. So, now, during, okay, so after Richard Bailey pled guilty, during the sentencing, and a very unusual thing, and Crazy Chris, you could tell me all about this, federal prosecutors established that Bailey was indeed responsible for a disappearance and death of Helen Brack and was given 30 years for the crime. How often have you uh, heard that kind of thing before? Nobody. Not very often, Kat. yeah, because it's, it's not it's not very common, not common at all. Yeah, so there's a guy named Joe Plemons who initially told cops that he killed Helen Brack. Okay, and they're like, "Well, where were you?" He was like, 
Well, I was in Chicago killing Helen Brack. Okay. And you're like, she wasn't in Chicago, homie. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he helped Richard uh, Bailey come up with a plan to kill Helen Brack, but said, magically, he wasn't sure how they would have done it, mm-hmm. even though he was there coming up with a plan with Richard Bailey how to kill Helen Brack. Well, how did they do it? Oh, Joe Plemons has never actually said how they did it. He just said they came up with a plan together. Fucking loser. But he, but he was going to kill Helen Brad. Or at first he said he did. At first he said he did. And they're like, yeah. no, you didn't. Like, we know where you were. So, yeah. That's how holding happened. Hmm. So, all right. Now, this is the best part of the story coming up right here. So, Richard Bailey went to prison, right? And guess what Richard Bailey did while you're in prison? What is the most emo thing you can do while you're in prison for, oh, racketeering? But he's got accused of murder. I'm going to give all you guys a guess here. Okay. Go for it. Garling, let's start. Oh, we're guessing. Oh, we, we're uh, guessing? Yeah. Um, murder. That's, that, that was my guess. Yeah, pretty emo. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm going. Like with. you're just gonna murder. Okay, while you're in jail. I, uh, I crazy Chris. That. Well, eat most emo thing you do. Hmm. Black eye shadow. Yeah. Uh, maybe not kill the horses at all. Well, you can't kill horses in jail. Yeah. Well, you can't. Unless you order a hit. No, they ain't prison. Uh-huh. Where are your horses? If they put you in charge of some horses. Unless you're just talking about all the liberals in prison. Hmm. Hmm. Alright. I will save you guys trouble. Alright. The answer is write a love song. Okay. So Richard Bailey wrote Helen Brack a love song. It was a ballad. And also, it was written in the key of D major. And guess who has all of the lyrics to that love song? Guess who got them? Right fucking here. Kip Cutler? Kip fucking Cutler. All right. Thanks to the lovely liberal lying Marcus Media of ABC7 Chicago. And the best part about this is, Crazy Chris, you get to read them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Everything in italics. Oh. Helen loved me. I loved her. I was her knight on a steed. She lit up my world. Hold on. You said steed? What is that? Fucking obsessive horses? Mm. Okay, my bad. Then someone came and took it all away. I still miss her every day. Helen loved me. I loved her. She was part of me. Stop humming on black I was part of her. And now I'll never be the same. With part of me gone, how could I be? I know she's in heaven, smiling down at me. Someday we'll be together... In eternity. This song fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to hold on till that day. We'll hold each other and kiss tears away. I wish I knew what really happened. I can guess, but that's not the same. Why would anyone want to hurt her? I pray to God that she felt no pain. Some think it's best that I don't know. But they don't understand the pain in my soul. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, but just this once I'd go against his word. Helen loves me, I love her. 
That shit was fucking horrible. Whoever writes that song mm-hmm. definitely kills people and horses. <laughs> what is he, fucking six years old? I'd put a alligator clip up my own ass. Just right? I have to listen to that. That shit was bad. Yeah. Also, it went from... A, okay, I did look at... Did you know that, like... It came with, like, key changes over, like... The, like, guitar tabs over the words. Okay. So it went from like a D major to like a G something. You know what? I should have wrote that part down, which I which I didn't on the chord changes because it was shitty. By the way, I did play it on my keyboard. It's bad. It's not good. Like like not even close to good. Oh come on, please tell me. Sorry guys, I'm doing this. I'm looking up just, just praying I still have it in my phone. Come on. We should record this song. Come on. I think that's a great idea. Nope, didn't say it. Damn it. Anyway, it's bad. Also, Richard Bailey is still fucking alive. Because remember, he was in his 60s in the 70s. Jesus Christ, this dude was born in the 1900s? So, he is out on the streets right now. Yes. He got released in 2019. Okay. He is 90 years old. Wow. That's right. What a good time. And what do you do when you get out of prison? You kill some kill horses. horses. Yeah. You do an interview. Okay. Oh. Oh, I was hoping it'd be good yeah. horses too. Yeah. Now, granted, when he did this interview, he was still in jail, but about to get out. So he said in uh, an interview with the ABC Seven Chicago thing, people, that he hired a lawyer to work on a wrongful conviction lawsuit, which is uh kind of weird. You wanna know why? Why? Because he pled guilty. Hmm. Kind of can't do a wrongful conviction lawsuit when you plead guilty. It's hard. Yeah, that's, that's true. And so, the can't lawyer... Confirm. The best part is, they asked the lawyer, she was, was like, hey, like we heard you're representing Richard Bailey. You know what she said? No, I'm not. And also, you can't do a wrongful conviction lawsuit when you plead guilty. That's true. It's difficult. My kind of lawyer. Now, we're not done yet. We're almost done. Not done yet, because I didn't mention the Jane family, any of that. I briefly did. So the Jane family deserves their own episode. Hmm. We're not going to do it, but they are fucking nuts. So, Frank Jane was a guy that worked with uh, Richard Bailey. So his his name is Frank Jane Jr. And um, him and and an accomplice were arrested for um, arsons that they set to their horse stables. One seventies, one eighties. That's what they're arrested for. You know, you talking about the gas leak there earlier, Garland. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is what we're talking about here. <laughs> so the Janes are basically the uh, Mississippi trailer trash of the North. Interesting because take. The father Silas went to jail for a conspiracy, uh, for trying to kill his brother and son. Yeah. So Silas Jane went to jail for that. Frank Jane Jr. is a guy who did all the arsons. Okay. Because Silas hated his brother George. And what's the best part about this is they all hated each other. Okay. So Frank Jane and his homie Summer Cats, they got arrested in 2001 because after that Richard Bailey thing, we are investigating him. That's how he found out about the arsons because Richard Bailey told them about it. <laughs> Right? right? So Richard Bailey snitched on him. And uh, the dad, Silas Jane, served seven years because he wanted to kill his brother and kids. And what's the biggest rule, the biggest thing we learned 
about all this horse murder, right? Just like with Tiger King, you cannot fucking trust animal people. I was gonna say right? white people, Ab- absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Or, well, no, 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 definitely white people. Yes. As a as a Southern conservative Protestant white male, right? Which I definitely am, one hundred percent. And there's no reason to question that. Never. Absolutely. You can't trust us for shit. Like you just can't at all. And that is the horse murder scandal. Mm. Horses. I mean, seriously, fuck horses. Well, at this point, Literally. you don't have to, because they're dead. Oh, no, no, no. We live in Mississippi, dog. Somebody's fucking horses. I guarantee it. Yeah. Guarantee it, someone oh, yeah. is. This very second. I think probably some of the girls I follow on Instagram are. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. So what you guys think, huh? I think that white people are the worst. And that proves it. That's one of the many examples that we have. You have no proof white people suck. You know what? You, don't look that up, America. Just yeah. don't look that up. Yeah. But uh, white people definitely electrocute. They scheme. They plot. They plan. That's yeah, true. They buy and sell things that don't belong to them. And they collect those insurance checks. Mm. That's also true. You know, and that's... a. What's like really good about info sports? I know we're all over the place all the time, but hey, this one though, like you guys should look this shit up on your own so you can see just how much we were very accurate on this. Yes. Right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm pretty impressed with us. That was you did good, Kip. I'm very proud of you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank Musk yeah. Dying Betty because I did none of that research. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> I just got <laughs> the fact that you're giving someone else credit. It shows so much growth in your character. I'm so proud of you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That you didn't take that's the ridiculous. credit from a woman. No, I, I as I, a white male, I you gave the woman I credit. Back. I am so proud. Take that step back. What the fuck do you want, Musk Dying Betty? You raise your hand over there. I cannot. Thank you. Shit. <laughs> What's even okay. happening right now? What? I don't know. It's called growth. No, it's not. It's called growth. <laughs> so, that's horse murder. Uh, John Edwards is definitely related in this, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably took an alligator clip of his ass. Dude, it's crazy, right? We're talking about alligator clips and horses' asses to electrocute them. Yes. Like, that's just fucking nuts, right? right? Multiple presidential campaigns. Right. John Edwards somehow is tied to this just because Lisa Druck changed her name. Yeah. Which I was super surprised about. That shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? We're talking about epi- it killing horses. Five to $40,000 a pop. Mm. Horse insurance literally treating horses like they're nothing. Mm. Like, oh, pre-existing conditions literally vary year to year. Mm. Like, ah, oh, man. Like, you once had, I don't know, the horse equivalents of the common cold. And now, if you die from whatever it is, like, you can't collect insurance money. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's obvious flaws in the system. And, you know, uh, listeners at home, should we change all of these glaring problems? Hmm. I know what you're thinking. Yes, we should. But this is America. So, no, we shouldn't. Yeah. Let the richer get richer, because that's what we do here. Right? In a way. Allegedly. No. Just because this country has issues and problems doesn't mean we should fix them. All right? You let other liberal-ass commie countries like 
the United Kingdom, Canada, Germany fix their problems, all right? This is America. We don't fix shit over here, okay? We have to protect the billionaires. Yeah. Which is why, okay, billionaires got $565 billion richer since COVID. And if you we can't, have to protect them. If you can't make money from killing your own livestock, well, like, is this even a free country? Right. Which is why Frank Jane burned down his stables, killing the horses, mm. and collecting on the building insurance money. Brilliant. Yeah. Very Brilliant. Good. He did it twice, by the way. Well. That, that, well, at least that he was arrested for. Well, that's the American dream. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Americans, they, they worship at the altar of the second chance. Dude, you're absolutely that's, right, right? That's really what we're about. Like, what the you fuck know? was going on in the fucking 80s to where you could do that shit twice? Right, right. Well, you know, defraud me once. Uh, a lot of cocaine. Shame on me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, defraud me twice, so you've got, like, a business plan. <laughs> it's the American way. All right. You're right. We're going to go with our final thoughts for a day, and then we're going to vamp out of here. Uh, Crazy Chris, final thoughts for a day. Well, you know, uh, first of all, if you're going to... If you're going to kill a horse, you have a whole lot of meat on hand. And you got to find something to do with all of that fresh, uh, you know, chuck. So you've got to, uh, you know, make some horse tartare, some horse sausage. Uh, you need to find a local butcher who's willing to cut up the horse for you and do that sort of like that, you know, heavy lifting. And sell it on the... Info Sports Info Store. That's right. Or yeah. I like horse, to call it the ISIS. Horse burgers, ground horse, um, horse roasts, um, horse bacon. You're mm. gonna find a whole lot of range of horse products. loin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got uh, you got hundreds of pounds of like horse meat. Of that. And what are you gonna do? Not use that? I mean, it's pretty stringy. Yeah, but I mean, right. you I still, mean, the the insurance yeah. policy doesn't say anything about you not using the horse meat, and so That's why true. not put it to use? No, that's true. And this yeah. is the South. I'm sure you could like sell some horse steaks. You could bury the horse, but why would you? When you could eat the horse, barbecue style. You oh. know, I mean, horse ribs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, horse you could go to Potts Camp, Mississippi, and fuck your dead horse. Well, okay. All yeah, right. yeah. Just, just okay. Look, just look that All right. up. There's, <laughs> there's a line. No, no, seriously. There's a line. Just start looking those things up in Mississippi, and you'll. S H I. Yes. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I know we've been talking about horses this episode and the mistreatment of horses and how it how wrong it is for the white man to do what they did for the horse. And I'd like to say just very briefly that Black Lives Matter. And that's all I have to say about that. I'm uh, my final thought. Uh, very interesting show. Very interesting topics. But uh, I wish we would have brought more about how LeBron's the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right about that. But uh, that's, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Tartaglioni. <laughs> My final thoughts are a day are fuck LeBron James. There it is. The NBA is kicking back off July 31st. By the way, um, so I it's a 22 team. There's 30 teams in the NBA. They're doing this 22 team thing. They're going to have a few teams try to play in for a 16-team playoff. One, fuck LeBron James. Two, we will be doing an info sports at some point talking about the NBA playoffs or whatever gets back into it. Or maybe not. I don't know. I like going over all this other stuff. It's a lot more fun. I hate talking about current events. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just super duper lazy on getting these episodes out. Oh, yeah. I did finish Doping and Cycling. So all I got to do is post that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, I got to just post Doping and Cycling. It's going to be on there. And, and the next one, it might not be a next episode, but in the next few episodes, we are going to talk about Alan Iverson. Okay. Oh, yeah. He hasn't really one. done anything. Yeah, I've heard that name. Long I time. just figure his life's pretty interesting. Is all I'm saying. His life is pretty interesting. We're gonna go over it. So, hey, thanks guys for coming in here. I'm glad Info Sports is uh, making the comeback here. I love literally all of you that agree with me. Everybody else can fuck off. Uh, thank you, Crazy Chris, SHI Thompson, Legal Counsel. Of course, thank you, Garland. Fuck you, Muscadine Betty. Mm. We'll be back next time. Thank you very much and have a good night. All right. Yeah.